0: what's going on everybody happy freaking friday and welcome to another edition of the better baseball mlb dfs podcast here at fantasy alarm on the better sports network i am james grande and i'm joined by a special guest uh, the Tim Tebow package user in Madden uh, for anyone that remembers the uh, the package in Madden where you had three running backs around Tebow Howard was just explaining to me that he was a big fan of that package uh, Howard what's going on brother happy Friday first off um, and I'm, I'm proud of you that you know somebody had to use Tebow out there I mean no no one you know better than you
1: Listen, I never used Tebow. I never <laughs> did. I just like you know, you gotta customize it. You trade them for somebody else. You use the same package. True, that's true, <laughs> that's true. Boy, um, what... I'm doing well, man. Uh, you know, I got a a, a big old slate of uh, of baseball here. There's a lot of great pitching out there. There's, uh, I, I feel like the Friday slate uh, main slate is gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a doozy.
0: It's gonna be a doozy indeed. A 705 705- Eastern standard start uh, late night hammer is your 10, 10 um, game. And Howard gets to watch, gets to go to bed before that game even wraps up at 10 o'clock and tucked in and nice and night, nice and tight. John and I were just talking about this uh, the other night, the West coast has it. You guys have it so nice over there. Um, But Howard, you did mention a lot of the rotations are turning back to the top. We have the names like DeGrom, Castillo, Valdez, Nola, Bieber, the list goes on and on. Um, and all those guys are pretty big favorites in terms of Vegas. Uh, when you take a look at um, some of the lines, uh, do you have the Vegas open Howard? Do you want to take a look with me at like some, anything you see that like pops to you? Um, the biggest favorite that I see as it currently stands, let's see, is Minnesota, is Minnesota on this main slate? or Are they day baseball? They're day baseball.
1: Yeah, they're day-based. Um, I'm going to pull up some odds right now here so we can uh, kind of pop through and uh, and see what we got for tomorrow. Uh, I'm looking over it. I, I, I've got DraftKings open on Fantasy. So because I'm in California, I can't open the DraftKings Fantasy page along with the, the betting odds. So I got to shift over here to our good friends over at uh, mgm. Uh, and talk about what we got going on over there for tomorrow. So, yeah, I
0: Jacob, I think to Grom is the biggest favorite from what I see minus 180 on DraftKings Sportsbook, minus 190 on Bet MGM there, Howard, against the Yankees, who, by the way, lost Aaron Judge to right hip discomfort on Thursday night. Uh, he exited the game, and the Yankees have officially announced right hip discomfort, which is discomforting as a Yankees fan, Howard.
1: Um, well, at least he you, at least he didn't break his wrist sliding into third that, that, time, is, huh? that is
0: that is also true. Maybe you know, the head first slide. You know, we did all these rule changes. Maybe head first slide could have been part of the equation as well. Uh well you know, he
1: was wearing his mitten. He was wearing
0: his mitten, that is correct. <laughs> um what else do you see? Anything else that stands out? Uh, moneyline, uh, um, well, listen,
1: you know, yeah. I mean Framber Valdez against Philadelphia. Uh they got Houston's minus 160 on the money line uh, over there. I don't see anything that's really that outlandish. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I mean, I think I'm looking at a minus 150 for uh what Eflin's pitching uh for Tampa against the White Sox. Yep. And and I think that's I mean, if you were just looking at uh at Vegas odds for for the night slate, I think that's those are probably the the bigger favorites.
0: Those are the bigger favorites. Uh, it is worth mentioning, Howard. It yeah. is a Coors Field slate oh, on Friday. So I we have 11. That.
1: What's what's the stupid pitching matchup for that? We have
0: Merrill Kelly on the hill for the Arizona Diamondbacks, and we have the Rockies sending Kyle Freeland to the mound. Um, the, you know what?
1: That's actually a pretty good pitching matchup is, considering Coors.
0: That is. Um, the run total is currently, it opened up at 11 and a half. So that is obviously the slate high. Um, their are only other game environments that are even decent. Uh, we have the Angels and the Brewers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Anderson, Wade Miley, that's opened up at 9, um, has pretty much remained there. And then the Guardians and the Red Sox currently sit at 9. Uh, DraftKings, I guess it's been bet down 8.5, bet MGM 8.5, but I see nine over on FanDuel Sportsbook, Caesar Sportsbook. So those three games currently sitting with the nine over-unders or better. uh, Obviously, the Rockies, Diamondbacks just naturally, right, are just going to be 11 and a half. But let's dive into things, Howard. It looks like we could have some weather potentially in this Pittsburgh-Washington game that kicks off the slate. But uh, we will obviously have our weather center updated over at FantasyAlarm.com throughout the day. So check for that um, right after you listen to this podcast or while you're listening to the podcast because that's you know technology is amazing and it can let you open a new tab um let's head to pitching where we again we mention it we are not shy for elite starting pitching we have jacob bagram facing an anemic yankees offensive late luis castillo heading into toronto in a pretty tough spot frambar valdez facing the philadelphia phillies and on the flip side of the game aaron nola 9600 facing the houston astros Shane Bieber, ninety three hundred, and I'll throw Eflin in there because he's nine k. But like, if I, you know, if you were to like pick out the one player who doesn't fit in this category, it's Zach Eflin. But like, talk to me about this nine k and above tier Howard. Um, I, I, the way Degrom has pitched lately, it's really, really, really hard not to just smash that that button.
1: Yeah, I, I I think if we're if we're looking that high, I, I definitely I would pay up that that kind of money instead of using Castillo. I actually don't mind Valdez um, as a uh, as as a potential option here. I think that he's actually. Um, I'm trying to look up a, a number or two while I'm uh, uh, examining and whatever. But uh, yeah, Philadelphia Phillies against lefties. The numbers are good; they're not great. So, um, considering they've have had their struggles from time to time, uh, I I wouldn't hate on uh, on using Valdez. And for some reason or whatever, they just they can't support Aaron Nola anyway. So, nope. Valdez over Nola for me. I don't mind Eflin. I, I mind Eflin nine thousand dollars on right. this. I do. I really do. Um, so I'd probably lean Degrom, then Valdez. I like Eflin in this matchup, but for 9,000, I think I might just kind of, if I'm going to dip down, you know, I, I should probably dip down a little further, you know? Yeah, I think you nailed it. I think the your explanation on it was perfect. I lo- like Eflin
0: is good and he's in a good spot, a great spot. I've talked about how much I really hate this White Sox lineup as current. I mean, you know, listen to the fan who went on that Chicago sports station today. I don't know if you heard it, Howard, uh, or on, uh, thursday it was the best seven minutes you're ever going to listen to in your life I'll, I'll send it to you after i'll send it to you after the stream they let this they let this fan go and it was you'll you'll understand uh right after we uh get off this call but uh just campaign 9k for him um under 9k we have wade miley who i think has turned back the clock pretty well this year looks very good but he's going into the into an angel's offense Ooh, howard uh what wade miley throws from what side of the plate again wait he's a lefty okay and he's facing off who the angels i think is that what it says that is oh, oh maybe we'll get to somebody in a couple positions that i may like her uh maybe not <laughs> um
1: <laughs> well you really 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 built that one up <laughs> didn't you yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get
0: well you know a little teaser there for uh i'm all just
1: you... I'm, you know, I'm gonna before we even reveal that i'm just gonna say this when I crap on Wade Miley, and I do it a lot. I, I definitely do it a lot. Um, he always then manages to turn in one of those, just one of those outings. Now I do love the angels uh, against the lefty, but he does kind of uh, all of a sudden he steps up for some reason. Uh, and he's like, Cy Young only when I play him or or pick him or pick on him. Like if I stack against him, if I were to stack angels, if I were to go with like Ward, Trout, and Otani and just jam those three in there. Uh, they would go 0 for 12 <laughs> with six strikeouts. Guaranteed.
0: Yeah, I mean, Wade Miley, 23 innings pitched, five earned runs to this point. Uh, guys, guys kind of been nails. So I just wanted to point out that we have another uh secret sauce uh spot coming in. Uh, but there's only two AK pitchers, Wiley Flaherty. I don't think we're gonna have much interest in either. Am I am I?
1: Right there, like uh, the the Dodgers are are definitely in some like weird tailspin.
0: Yeah, they are. Well, Jason Hayward hitting third has been <laughs> that has been a very interesting approach, I'd say. Right, um, but like with the Dodgers hitting third, does that does that mean you'd play Flaherty coming off his best start in terms of strikeouts? I'd say, but like still three earned. Still walking too many people.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not interested. I'm just I'm just saying I know that the Dodgers, I know, I know where the temp, temptation comes right. from, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm not well, gonna do it. I'm, I'm you know, even even you know, Dustin May, you know, kind of intrigues me a little bit agreed. at 79, but for the same token, you're still dealing, you're dealing with a St. Louis lineup that is, you know, they're going through something right now and they need to really step it up. And I don't want to be using that pitcher. Right. When, when Goldschmidt and Arenado and Tyler O'Neal all wake up on the same day, it's right. like, I'm never going to throw a pitcher against the Padres because at one point that top four of that lineup is just going to destroy. It doesn't matter who the player, who the pitcher is. It could be the greatest pitcher of all time. And he's still going to have trouble if that lineup gets hot.
0: So good. I, I love that. I love that. Um, I think that's a great way to look at things. I will. And I know this is a tough spot, Howard, I don't care. Max Fried is a 9K to 10K pitcher that we're getting at 7,700. Like, I understand the Mets do have some potent bats against lefties. Alonzo's crushing them this year. Lindor has historically been good against lefties. But that means no Brett Beatty in the lineup for the Mets, most likely coming off his first career home or his first home run this year on. On Thursday, that means Eduardo Escobar likely in the lineup. That means Tommy Pham likely in the lineup. Like, these guys have been terrible for the Mets. Uh, Newsflash, Max Fried has allowed one earned and three starts. I know it's just, like, obviously a small sample. San Diego Houston was his last two starts. Didn't allow an earned run over his last 11 and two-thirds.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised they've got him, uh, you know, kind of priced down there. I really am. Any, you know what? When anybody of Freed's caliber is sitting behind Nick Pavetta in cost.
0: You just like, take a shot. You just well, take a shot. I,
1: I also get suspicious, though. I'm like, well, what does the algorithm know that I don't know to, to price a guy of Freed's quality behind, you know, a, a, a legit potential gas can like Pavetta?
0: Fair. Fair. Um. Sometimes it's just like, What have you done for me lately? Pavetta coming off. Like, I mean, three of his four starts have been good where he's actually struck people out. And we know DraftKings is the site, I think more so than FanDuel, that you really need strikeouts because when you're allowing base runners, you're losing points. Whereas FanDuel, you can allow bases loaded for six straight innings. And if you don't allow an earned run, it's like it never happened. Right. Um, So, because you end up getting the quality start, you end up not losing any points. Like, Freed, for how great, and I mean how great he is, is not the biggest, does not have the strikeout upside that other guys have on this slate.
1: No, he does not. But he he keeps the
0: ball on the ground, he keeps the ball in the park, and Mm -hmm. he's going to more often than not win a game. Like, the Mets are about, the Mets might lose might get swept by the nationals so um you know I, I it's just hard for me to ignore freed at that price when all the guys around him are who they are and speaking of the guys around him, is there anyone else that appeals to you like giolito gets the the raise for no. like <laughs> no Ew. no shot the Rays have uh a, i looked the last i looked it was 78 runs on thursday um by the end of the by the end of the night, it might be 640 runs, you know, the way that they're going. Um, Merrill Kelly's in cores. David Peterson is the most inconsistent pitcher of all time. More likely to stack. Like, where else are
1: you going? Alec Manoa? 6,900? Well, you know, I mean, listen. What? He, he blanked the Yankees for, for seven innings. I mean, you know, it's still, it's you know, the, you got a good part of the top end of that lineup. Uh, for the Yankees, I'm not ready to sell him out. Um, so I don't, I don't hate Manoa uh, if if he really has turned that corner. I think he's a fantastic pitcher. No, you know, regardless, Agreed. he's just you know, it's been a, a horrible start to the season. Had this great outing against the Yankees, um, and you know, and so it's kind of a well, let's see what happens. Uh, do I love him really for um, you know for for DFS? Sixty nine hundred is a second pitcher. That is crazy. Definitely has some uh, some 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 high possibilities there. Especially, I mean, listen, because you're not going to go. I'm, um, you know, Milwaukee does. Uh, Milwaukee's actually kind of weak against lefties, right? Yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah, they strike
0: out a ton. So lefties.
1: Anderson might be the pay down there instead of you know the question of whether or not Manoa um, can return to to form. Uh, that's not what it is. It's more to me. It's about okay. If I'm going to pay down, I'll just pay down to Anderson because I know the Brewers suck against lefties.
0: Well, what's the uh, what's the, uh, the the saying, Howard? The immovable object versus the... the
1: irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Yeah, Tyler Anderson has
0: been a cast can. I mean, nothing yeah. like he was last year. Nothing the like the Dodgers. He was. All like every out is a fly ball out five home runs and four starts. Like, he's just getting shelled. And now you get a team who has struggled against lefties. What gives? Because other than cores, this was one of two games with nine implied runs. So, like, Vegas at least thinks that this game is likely going to, you know... And to be honest, Wade Miley has been a pretty good pitcher. So what does that say? What does that suggest to, to Tyler Anderson, right? Like, does that... Is Vegas telling us something like okay this this run expectancy is 9 but Let the
1: run expectancy let's uh what well, they've got they've got Milwaukee as a minus 130 favorite in this one they're, so they
0: you know they're, they're
1: banking they're banking more on Miley than Anderson but you know what Angels at plus 105 that's not that's not terrible dude that's not an no. overwhelming favorite so Vegas is kind of like yeah, Anderson has kind of sucked, but you still have the Angels offense. It's Wade Miley. And, I. yeah, I'm telling you, man, I think it's a, I, I think it's a possibility. I might, you know, I won't put it out as a best bet, but I, I'll, I'll probably sprinkle a little something on the Angels at plus
0: 105. At home or on the road, actually. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. Um...
1: Only because, I mean, is, we're at that point in the season, right, where – a guy who's off to a really great start he's going to he's going to have his bad outing it's going right. to come and and you know and possibly a guy turning it around against a weak lineup
0: i'm just looking at some expected numbers for tyler anderson too just to well we can close on this here things don't look good for him right now um I, which i when before opening this i anticipated maybe some positive regression was on the uh was on the downswing howard 318 BABIP suggests there hasn't really been bad luck. He's just getting hit hard. Uh, his ex- his ERA, 720, expected ERA of 6. His XFIP is a 6.42. Um, 48% fly ball rate is the highest mark of his career. I don't... It's a little scary. Um, it's not pretty. <laughs> it's a little scary. I, I, I personally would probably take the shot on Manoa for 400 more because I think... He just might have more upside at his price point, but obviously I'm not going to be alone there. I think Manoa is going to be a popular, I think that people are going to see the price tag and they'll be like, oh, well, this guy's a 9K pitcher when he's going good. So um, anything below, like you could just say no and we could just move on. Uh, Rich Hill, 5,800. He's yeah, been. I'll just,
1: I'll just say no and move on. No,
0: great. Uh, let's <laughs> move on. Um, let's head Especially- to catch-
1: yeah, Rich Hill against Washington. Washington's gonna screw him over, dude. to screw him over. Well,
0: I will say, John and I profiled it on the Thursday night live stream. When you get to see, when you see those numbers for le- uh, against left-handed pitching for the Washington Nationals, you'd be surprised. Top eleven in OPS and eighth in WOBA uh, against left-handed pitching going into Thursday night. So, um, Washington a little better there, I think, than probably anticipated. Let's head over to catcher, as you said. Of the guys 4K and up, uh, JT Real Muto gets a tough spot. Sean Murphy, I think, is in a very exploitable matchup against David Peterson. Um, What do you like 4K and above? For me, it looks like it's Murphy, but Jonah Heim against Clark Schmidt. Clark Schmidt has been... Bad. Bad. Um, (laughs) And I know there was a lot of expectations for Schmidt, at least to be a serviceable back of the rotation, long reliever type pl- pitcher. He's just not that. He's just not good.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I, I tell you, man, I I'm just, I'm really not into paying up at, at catcher. I I, mean, agree. I, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record. Cause I think I said this on the, uh, on the last, you know, stream that I was on, I just, you know, I, I don't see like them being that big of a difference maker. Yeah. Murphy could have a great game. Absolutely. But you know, when I sit there and I look at it, I like I would probably I I would probably start with Jonah Heim Hi. at forty two hundred, uh, and then and then work my way down from there probably.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm listen I'm typically the same. Um, I, there are exceptions to the rules sometimes, like when you get an expensive catcher in cores. I do like Murphy against lefties if you're doing a Brave stack. I think you know if one of your pitchers is $7,700 Max Freed, like you're going to have money likely to spend. We'll see. Um, but I agree. Um, typically I'm living in the, in the punt range as well. Where is that for you, Howard? Like what's your, who's your favorite guy? I mean, Gabriel Moreno is probably the chalk of the night, right? 3,300 in cores against Kyle Freeland. Is that like our chalk? Oh yeah. Catcher?
1: That's actually, that's yeah. that That's crazy that he's down there and, and price up. I was like about to say William Contreras.
0: I also um, love William Contreras
1: against uh, against Anderson, but yeah, you're pointing me towards Marino. Against I mean, listen, I, I Kyle Freeland is good, he's rock he solid, has, but he has been. Marino is, you know, he's he's a good quality hitter and he's actually uh, been playing a, a lot better lately. Um, sure has. you know, at the plate. I mean, he's hit what safely and four out of his last five games couple of multi-hit games in that range yep so yeah I mean I, I I like that for uh for him just matchup wise and and you know what and you are getting some exposure to course
0: exactly um and and 4 i'll say four of his last four starts because he didn't start that one San Diego game where he didn't hit you know i'll I'll just take that one off the board because he only, he only had one at bat who's to say he doesn't go three or four in that game if he doesn't start you know howard well, who's um,
1: to say? Who's to say he doesn't go zero for four in that game, James? I guess no one. You
0: know, we move on to uh, Shane Langaliers, who continues to just <laughs> belt home runs like every other day. Yeah, Sessa. I wish this. I wish, mean, this, game,
1: I wish dude, this game was being played in Cincinnati.
0: I was just thinking that because then, like, you have Coors and Coors Junior. And I would just pick Coors Junior. And just be super contrarian with Oakland because I told. Every start that Luis Sessa has been on a main slate this year, I'm like, I don't like. Who, for whoever hasn't watched the Yankees over the last few years, like this is not a starting pitcher. Like he was never a starting pitcher, and Cincinnati is trying to make him into something that he's not, and he's getting shelled. Righties are hitting him hard. He, they have a 407 woba. Lefties are hitting him hard. They have a 550 woba. Anybody that steps into the plate against Sessa is a is a is a threat, even if it is Oakland. Langoliers is kind of a monster in the in the power department, um, at least lately. Three home runs in his last five games.
1: That is um, yeah, I mean, listen, I would definitely yeah. I mean, I'd give him a look, sure. Absolutely. I mean, if you just, you know, if you're if you're if you're paying down a catcher, if you're building multiple lineups, uh, you know, I think you could get exposure to both him and Marino, right? I mean, you're not really, you're not spending any money for it.
0: I think Kybert Ruiz probably in play. Uh, he's been pretty good lately. Hitting, He's been hitting anywhere from second to fifth in the last week. Every night it's second, third. He hit fourth on Thursday. Uh, I like Kybert Ruiz, 29. Anybody else? Uh, Francisco Alvarez, 2,600. He gets freed. That's a tough spot for him. Can't play Yankees catchers against DeGrom. Is no. there anything, or, I mean, we don't probably need to go any further anyway.
1: Yeah, I don't really feel like the the need to go that much further down.
0: Then let's shift on over to first base, where let's Shohei watch. Otani is still, still listed. listed. Uh, still <laughs> listed. Which, again, I, I like it only because the Angels have five guys already listed as outfielders. Um, Ward, Renfro, Otani, Trout. They have Ring in the outfield as a platoon player now. Like, so at least you get you could get exposure somewhere else. Uh Otani 63, Vladdy 6K. He has a tough spot. We've talked about Freed facing the Mets, Alonzo 59, Goldschmidt double dung the other night, Matt Olson in the lefty lefty spot, Freddie Freeman 51. That uh, rounds out your 5k and up.
1: Yeah, I um, I, I mean, I don't really love any of the matchups, actually. Same.
0: I don't love any of them
1: at all. I really don't. I mean, lefty on lefty with Olsen, no. Goldie, still, I'm still, the Cardinals lineup still needs to prove to me that it can hit consistently. Yep. You know, Freeman against Flaherty is probably, like, out of that group, I think Freeman against Flaherty is probably the one that I like the most. i really
0: don't like any of much them,
1: is it i don't like any of them so I let's
0: move I, uh yeah i mean you could play freeman i think that's fine but i i don't think you need to go there i think we have some interesting guys in the next year yandy diaz is absolutely insane hit his seventh home run on thursday <laughs> night might be more than he's hit in the last four years combined i we have to check that um but the muscles are finally paying off for Yandy Diaz. 4,900 gets a good matchup against Gilito. C.J. Crone in cores. He's historically been better against lefties. Last year was a reverse splits guy, though. Merrill Kelly also has been a reverse splits guy over the last couple of years. Uh, I think the C.J. Crone play is interesting. But I think Nathaniel Lowe against Clark Schmidt could be leaving the yard here. I know the power hasn't been on full display Neither has really anything for low for low lately, but hits in four or five. I I really like low. What say you, Howard?
1: Um, I do like low, and I I have a feeling that you're leaning towards a uh, a Texas Rangers stack, which will be uh, you know <sighs> interesting to say the least. Um, right, you got you're like I'm going Nate Low and Jonah Heim. It's and... Nathaniel, Howard. It's Nathaniel. Nathaniel. Okay. He changed
0: his Not, name. He changed his name halfway through last year. We got to respect it. Okay.
1: Sorry, Nathaniel. My bad. <laughs> my bad. Um, I like the crone play. Obviously Yandy Diaz is going to make me, I mean, it's fantasy receipts is going to come after me about uh, some dude asked me about Yandy Diaz. And it's like a week into the season. I was like, it's like a week into the season. And Yandy <laughs> Diaz is suddenly like going to have a breakout campaign in his age 31 right. season. Like all of a sudden and, uh, you know, and you've just, we've been watching him and he really has, he's, he's basically, he's, all he's done is just taken steps to increase his launch angle. Yep. He's an on base machine, no matter what and he does that now, all of a sudden he's increased his launch angle. Um, and he's not sitting there striking out a bunch while he's doing it. He's actually, you know, legitimate, uh, you know, I mean, how many is he going to top out at? I don't know. Um, but you know, listen. We know that that Gialito can uh, can can blow up. We did see him pitch well recently. But I'd probably, if I'm if I'm looking at this right now, I might as well just say, you know what? Let me get my uh, my, let me get my exposure to cores. Let me get CJ Crone, um, and 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 throw him in there. You know, I've got maybe Marino on the other side as my catcher. Maybe I could do like a like a mini stack on each side to. You know, get that core's exposure, but without like over investing.
0: Well, I was gonna ask, um, and we could just go to him now at thirty eight hundred dollars. Christian Walker sits here. Oh yeah, starting to come alive. Uh, he
1: doesn't hit lefties well, does uh, he?
0: That is the strong split for Christian Walker. Is that at the least strong the split far, for him from the from the power side? Uh, he has a three fifty woba against lefties this year. I'm gonna pull up last year's numbers. It was. Well, I'm Our- just going
1: to, I'm going to go to his career. At least his career will tell you what he's, you know, where where he really favors. And I want to shout it out to my friends over at Fangraphs. They are yep. super awesome and I absolutely love them. Literally
0: a um, that you can get lost in for countless amount of hours.
1: Countless amount of hours. All right. So actually look at that, man. Career 334 Woba against lefties, career 330 Woba against righties. <laughs> um, it's the power, the isolated power 205 for uh against righties, 191 for uh for against lefties. So you them pretty evenly,
0: yeah. So, I mean, 3800 has been better of late. We get the course field boost. Now he's no Brandon Drury, who's also thirty eight hundred, but he, <laughs>
1: he's
0: he's no yeah, Brandon Drury. You
1: could use Drury at second. I know he you can use, use
0: Drury, him. But you can use Drury at second. So but what do you so if we were building this lineup, Crone is 49. Would you rather Crone 49 or Christian Walker 38 going up against Kyle Freeland?
1: Yeah, I mean you know what I I need to see a uh I need to see an Arizona lineup. Like, where do, like, can Marino and and Walker get paired together?
0: So, I think we're likely going to see Walker hit fourth and Marino hit seventh. That's at least been the.
1: That that kind of blows.
0: It it does. It also depends on who they're going to hit after. I know they've been hitting Longoria in the middle of those two. So, if we were to go with a full core stack when we get to third, Evan Longoria could be someone who's been pretty good against lefties in this past few seasons, um, despite, you know, obviously being long for long of long on the tooth. Uh, just, just throwing it out there. We don't have to go Christian Walker, but I found it interesting. $1,100 from crone to Christian Walker in maybe a better spot.
1: Well, listen, that's, that's something that I'll definitely like That's That's the thing I'll, I'll look into that when the lineups post tomorrow and I see what we've got going on for, for this game, because yeah, I mean, there are a couple of things that, that, that Arizona could do. And uh I'd be interested to see how they, uh how they set this lineup up. Like, where are they going to put Corbin Carroll? Are they going to drop them to like seventh in the lineup again, because it's against the lefty, like Freeland, or are they going to, you know, continue to hit him in the middle of that lineup? So you know, maybe, maybe you know we get a little break that Marino uh, gets a, you know, a bump up a little bit and maybe hits fifth. Well, he should, anyways. Well, it's wishful thinking, but you know,
0: he he should, anyways, to be honest, um, because he's been one of their best hitters recently. Uh, anything else at first that we missed? Uh, Josh Naylor, thirty five hundred.
1: No, no, no don't give me the rock the baby, dude. I hate the rock the baby, dude. Most.
0: What about is John, John asked me this every time we have course and he goes, uh, is the moose on the loose tonight, James? And I just always tell him no, but I'll just ask you like Howard is the moose on the loose tonight.
1: <laughs> um, I don't you think just, so, Bob.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not, not a great play, Bob. Not a great play.
1: <laughs> not great, Bob. Uh, not great.
0: <laughs> um, I don't think there's
1: anything else. I don't think there's anything else there at first base either.
0: So let's head on over to second where Marcus Simeon is ridiculously priced, but he's in one of those stretches right now where he's kind of just hitting everything out of the ballpark. He's stealing bases. And again, we get this. This is like, uh, we get Christmas and Thanksgiving, you know, once a year, each time, like he has his Christmas month and his Thanksgiving month and everything's great for those two months. April is one of those months this year, Howard. I mean, would you pay fifty nine for
1: because? Well, not I if mean, I'm going with with low and and high. Also, how many well, how many Texas Rangers am I going to get in here? You know.
0: Well, so
1: here, and I got to right. tell you, man, they really haven't been. The Texas Rangers have not been impressive. I mean, their bullpen's atrocious. They're bullpen's absolutely atrocious. atrocious. I'm so pissed off about that, but. Yeah. You know their offense hasn't been like tearing the cover off the ball. You know they were in Cincinnati and they weren't. It wasn't like they were like lighting it up like a pinball right. machine.
0: Lefties are what give Clark Schmidt all the issues, anyway. Uh, lefties with a three eighty five average, one one a twelve hundred OPS, five eighteen WOBA against. So if I'm getting Rangers, it's probably lefties. Uh, what about Cotel Marte? Fifty two, just probably priced too yeah, that's high too, for that's us.
1: Too, too too much for me there.
0: Um, what about the rest of the position? Ooh, I got it. I love using Ozzie Albies against lefties. Oh, Albies I against the lefties, a must, right? 43. Al-
1: but yeah. what are you going to do, man? How are you going to get Brandon Drury into your lineup if Ozzie Albies is only 4,300 and you want to get, you know, a little Christian Walker at 30-some-odd hundred for uh, that first base? How are you going to get Brandon Drury into your I lineup? Just pull-
0: I just play multiple lineups. That's the only explanation. You just, <laughs> you don't stop at one, Howard, you know, for a guy who usually plays single entries, playing a three max on, uh, Oh,
1: there it is. The three max play the three, all right. So uh, you're playing the three max. How much exp- do you have exposure to Drury in two of the three lineups or only one of the three lineups?
0: Probably one because Wade Miley has been pretty good. He's been hard to hit against. I'll use Drury in one, in my one non-cores probably in my in my cores fade and i'll probably play cores in two like if i were to if i'm building three lineups that's probably how i would break it down where i would get exposure to both sides of cores in my two lineups and then fade cores or maybe play a one off like a gabriel moreno in my third lineup where i would use Drury. so um because you know what it's been it's been an interesting cores here not to get sidetracked too much but People always fade the Rockies, and I get it cuz they suck. But like there is just this added step of offense in course. And the Rockies are always forgotten about. So I've been doing my diligence and and that brings me to Ryan McMahon here at 4600 as well, where I know for a fact when we look at the ownership percentages, it's going to be the top of the list is going to be Arizona, 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 Arizona. Pitcher, 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 pitcher. Arizona, Arizona. One Rocky, and then you know. <laughs> but that's what I always, I always just fall back on. Like I need, to, I need, like I tell myself, I need to get more Rockies exposure in cores, and uh, that's usually what I try to do if I'm, especially if I'm playing core slates where I'm playing multiple lineups.
1: Well, I don't, I don't mind it, man. Like we talked about the uh, the the mini stack of Crone. Right. Who is going to pair with them? Right. McMahon hits behind him in the lineup yep. a bunch. So why not just, you know, grab those two guys there? And all of a sudden you've got that again. That's the mini stack. And then just right. leave the rest of it alone. Like, you know, too many people sit there and they try to, you know, not so much game stack, but they just kind of get a little just a little crazy, a little out of whack sometimes just because it's course.
0: Agreed. Um, and I, I do think certain of, I mean, Kyle Freeland's been pretty good at home for what it's worth. Uh, mm-hmm. The numbers suggest that he was going to regress and he did, uh, but his first two starts at Coors were excellent. Uh, speaking of Coors, Geraldo Perdomo continues to be very good for the Diamondbacks. He's a switch hitter. Um, if he cracks the lineup, would Perdomo at 4K interest you, or is that too pricey? Uh, yeah, I think so too. too pricey. Um, what about under 4K? We do have Brendan Drury. I do think he's in a good spot. Look, he has been awesome against lefties it just is what it is he hits lefties he can't do anything else like he's not someone i'm playing against a righty but four straight multi-hit games with four home runs and a boatload of rbis you know he's probably in the player pool um jay bay had a
1: i was just gonna i was just gonna point out bay actually yeah couple, against chad chad cool
0: yeah um a, a revenge narrative chad cool harrod howard don't forget um x pirate great um
1: right five. how mad how mad is chad cool right he's like he's like his team sucked so badly when i pitched for them and now all of a sudden i gotta go up against them and they're like what 17 and, and <laughs> eight best, or something like yeah, the that the
0: second best record in baseball <laughs>
1: Like, if I were Chad Cool, I, I would be pissed. The problem is, is that it doesn't really matter. He just sucks as a pitcher he, anyway. He
0: does suck as a pitcher. And uh, as we've seen, righty on the mound, J-Wan Pei is going to swipe a back. If he is on base, he has had two multi-stolen base games in his last three. And and I'll just say the last two that he started because he didn't play on Thursday. Um, At least he didn't get any official at-bats. 3,600 multi-position eligibility. I love that. Where else, Howard? Anything else down here in the in the depths of second base?
1: In the depths of second base. Um, no, I don't really think that there's anything. I'm I'm kind of scrolling down there and and looking. I don't know. I mean, is Bryce Tarang even playing anymore? Yeah, but he, he, he is does not hitting well against lefties. Yeah, it's
0: yeah, he's not hitting well against lefties. Um not hitting well against anybody. Anybody. Uh, 143 over his last 10. Um, You know, the Dodgers did call up Michael Bush, top 50 consensus prospect in baseball. He's been hitting fifth, sixth, seventh in his first few games, but hasn't really been great. But as you mentioned, the Dodgers having a little, midst midst of a little bit of a crisis here.
1: What about Uh, your boy uh, Diaz against uh, Luis Sessa? I mean Diaz Diaz cost me money tonight when he uh he he knocked in that last RBI for Oakland uh that killed my run line bet for uh the Angels. He's
0: good. I mean he's a good he's a good little hitter. Uh he's he good
1: was, unless we unless we mini stack him yeah, with so, estuary Ruiz.
0: Yeah, of course. Uh the next that that uh <laughs> I I believe the uh the following day Brent Rooker double dung and uh Jesus Aguilar double dung. Uh, so we, we were, we were correct with a, that there was a pair of athletics to use. We did not pick the correct athletics.
1: So, so weird that we would have used the two lightest hitting players, right? I mean, so weird that we would have go that way. We'll get our, we'll get our points in stolen bases. That's for sure.
0: Someone who is probably not going to steal a base over at third is Rafael Devers. He's just going to hit the ball out of the ballpark. <laughs>
1: um,
0: someone who could steal a base, Jose Ramirez. He could also hit the ball out of the ballpark. Um, I love,
1: I love him against Nick Pavetta.
0: So do I. So do I. Fifty seven hundred. Um, obviously, has the platoon advantage. Mm-hmm. Great ballpark to hit in in, in Fenway. Um, and it's one of the three to- one of the three game environments with nine implied runs or higher. So. Uh, love Jose Ramirez. He's probably the guy for me. Austin Riley, though, is prob- a really close second. I know Riley's been pretty dreadful of late, but the power just always plays. And David Peterson has been getting shelled lately.
1: David Peterson, the only lefty to not be able to mow down the San Francisco Giants.
0: Yeah, he's pretty bad. Um, Mind-numbing.
1: Yeah, Mind pretty- numbing. Giants, the Giants can't hit lefties. For, for anything, they're striking out over 30% against them. And David Peterson goes in and serves up like a bunch of home runs and, and whatever. So I, I'm fine. I'm fine with Austin Riley in a potential uh, double-dong potential moment here. Uh,
0: you, are you put pen to paper there? Double-dong no, for Austin no, Riley? Is that what I heard? I,
1: uh, I, I won't put pen to paper on okay. that.
0: Uh rest of the third base position, you know, this next tier is eh. Um, McMahon, we mentioned, I think he's in play, but Bregman 44 against Nolas, fine. Unigenio Suarez, I think, is fine, but he's been pretty bad since the beginning of the year. Um, we don't know if Josh Young's gonna play, he wasn't in the lineup on Thursday, not gonna play LeMayhew against DeGrom. It probably brings us to this next three guys: Cabrian Hayes, Anthony Rendon Evan Longoria. Hayes has been pretty good of late. Um, Stolen base equity for him, probably hitting atop that lineup. Rendon has also been slowly coming around. uh, Hits in three or four, eight or more fantasy points in four straight games. And then I mentioned it to you before, Evan Longoria gets a lefty. He's probably going to hit fifth for them in cores. Uh, I'm trying to see if, Considering how long Longoria's been around and considering how long Freeland... Are, are you looking called? for
1: BVP data?
0: I'm not a BVP guy whatsoever, but I just wanted to see if there was anything significant in this game. Um, Longoria hitting 333 against lefties. Uh, he's 11 for 34 with two bombs. Against-
1: in his career against uh, Freeland?
0: 11 for 34, two bombs. That's a 324 average. He also has a 410 Woba against him.
1: Well, there's your, there's your pairing with Marino, so you got you got McMahon and Crone on one side, Marino Longoria in the other.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of like that. Um, I like the price. He's hitting lefties well, and he has a rooted history against uh, Kyle Freeland here. So Longo, Longo at four K seems pretty good. Um,
1: probably I, a little more should expensive. I build, should I be building a lineup here?
0: Yeah, we probably should have, but you know we're too far. We're too. We're already at third. We're, we'll go back to it. Um okay. Any value? I don't. They so Arizona did call up Emmanuel Rivera. In, if he does start, two for three on Wednesday in Wednesday's game has an RBI. I actually liked Emmanuel Rivera when they traded for him last year. Um, he looked pretty good in an Arizona Dimebacks jersey. If he made the lineup over Longo or was in the lineup with Longo, would Rivera twenty six hundred be of interest to you, Hard?
1: Um, I don't really know enough about the player to to you know say that. You know, I mean, again, if it if it if I'm if I'm paying down, if he if he is even going to start, like that's the right. thing. Right. You know. So if he's gonna if he's gonna start, then that means that what Longo's not.
0: Or, or they're he, d, or they're DHing, or they're Pro- DHing Longo, one or the likely. other.
1: Then I'll see who's hitting next to uh. Then I'll see who's hitting next to Marino. But I mean, let's say that he, you know, that that Longo's not in the lineup, and it is Rivera. Listen, that's a that's a decent pay down. Then you're saving some money. You know what? Are you, damn, you're saving a bunch of money. You're saving fourteen hundred dollars yep. on uh on the position. So I'd I'd be interested in it. Sure.
0: Let me give you some numbers last year for Rivera um, against lefties. It's 119 plate appearance sample. So decent, right? Like a decent plate.
1: appearance. That's, that's good. Sample sample.
0: 464 slug, 783 OPS, 200 ISO, 339 WOBA against Southpaws. Really? Pretty good. Pretty good numbers uh, pretty against good lefties. $2,600. So be, in, be on the lookout for Emmanuel Rivera. They probably send Pavin Smith to the bench against the lefty, so look out for Longo DHing Rivera playing third. We'll see how things shake out, but uh, worth mentioning. I would love to play Brett Beatty coming off the home run on Thursday. Probably doesn't crack the lineup with the lefty, but maybe they just say, you know what, screw it. At this point, what is Eduardo Escobar providing us, right? Um,
1: yeah, I hear you, but I'd, I, I I probably wouldn't pay down for him just given the matchup with Freed. I think Beatty will chop it into the ground, yep. uh, you know, every yep. time.
0: Yeah, I think Rivera is probably enough for our uh our spend down liking there. So let's head to shortstop, where again, chock full of top guys. Uh I don't know if you see the fourth one down there, Howard. Mookie Betts with shortstop eligibility wow, now. Wow, that's that's um, see,
1: that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, that's terrible. Let's, well, you let's, can't do that in DFS. Well, what's worse? So Tiny. Well, why with doesn't first he case? have second? Why doesn't he have second base eligibility then?
0: Well, he did, he did, and then he played short for a game and a half, and they gave him the shortstop eligibility.
1: But um, see, that's that's the thing. Like he's he's played what he's played seven games at at second base, and he's only made two appearances at yep. shortstop. Yep. So why what's, is why is DraftKings changing his position again?
0: Well, what's worse, Otani at first or Mookie Betts at short?
1: It's just uh, to me, that's just, uh, that, that's, I don't know. It's stupidity on DraftKings' part and, uh, and it's the laziness of having Otani with first base eligibility. Yeah.
0: I think that That's, like, been that's neglig- just lazy. That's kind of a, a manipulation of the system, personally. Or just don't
1: give him outfield eligibility. Right. Don't give him multi position eligibility like that.
0: Yeah. I agree. Uh, if this wasn't Jack Flaherty, Mookie Betts would be extremely popular with this dual eligibility. Um, but around him, Bo Bichette, tough spot. T- Trey Turner, tough spot. Willie Adame is historically better against right-handed pitchers than lefties, but Tyler Anderson has been a gas can so far. I think if I'm using someone over 5K, it's probably Wander Franco 5200, but yeah, yeah. I also I think- don't feel the ne- the need to get up to Wander Franco. You can. I think it's perfectly fine, but do we need
1: to? I don't I don't think so. I mean, I really don't think you need to 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 do that. Like you said, Bichette and Turner, not great matchups. is better against righties. Uh Betts against Flaherty is meh. Uh Franco is probably the 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 best guy there. But no, I would probably look to uh I'm gonna I'm gonna end up uh I'm gonna spend down probably uh over here. Where I'm spending down though, that I'm not really sure because as I look through it, it's like, yeah, Lindor against Freed. Mm, Okay, um, I don't necessarily. I mean, maybe you get uh, Ahmed Rosario in there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. For I don't know what the upside. That seems
0: pricey. Yeah, I don't know what the upside is there.
1: I'm not using Volpe. We've talked Perdomo to death. I'm not using Kike Hernandez. Edmond against May isn't a great uh, thing. Rodolfo Castro against Chad Cool at He's 38. That I might love... have some appeal.
0: I love Rodolfo Castro, but another guy kind of that falls in that Brandon Drury category for me where he just mashes lefties. He had another wow. home run That's... against Julio Urias. Um, now, would I use him against a righty? I don't hate it, but he is just historically a monster against lefties. The numbers against lefties were like actually elite last year in terms of power. So, so
1: um, where, do, where do you want to go for a short? Von,
0: stop? Von Grissom, um, I think 3,400 if I'm using a Brave stack. I know he hasn't been the guy. Like, it's been all singles for Von Grissom, but that wasn't the case last year. Starting to get his footing, hitting hits in three straight, five of six overall, there's been runs batted. And I think the Braves could score a boatload of runs on uh, on Friday slate, so I like that. I also kind of sneakily like Nick Ahmed, who's been a historically good batter against lefties as well. Um not exciting, like I think Grissom has more upside than Ahmed, but I would punt Ahmed. Another guy who has uh, hit lefties two ninety six averages here against lefties, which is par for the course for him throughout his career.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. It's definitely a pay down. This is not as as attractive no. as as it usually is.
0: No, uh, but you know what position is attractive, Howard? Yeah, the outfield, the outfield? Uh, Ronald Acuna. Who honestly, at this point, I just am petitioning. I want him to be 7K. I want people to actually have to think about using this guy because he has been that good. It's like the other night, within two pitches, he hit a double, stole a base, and scored a run literally within like th- the first three pitches of the game. It's like, okay, that's unfair. And like, he has the ability to do that three times a game. I'm perfectly fine getting to Acuna. He's probably my favorite spend up talk to me about the. talk to me about some of these guys over 5k kudos to draft kings for for what we've said so far kudos to draft kings for making corbin carroll 5300 i'm 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 happy to see that because
1: yeah he he has been far
0: too cheap all year long
1: yeah and of course on on a day that you're not going to use them against the left you know okay thank thank you draft (laughs) kings
0: right
1: um you know obviously uh trout against Wade Miley. I like a lot. Uh, I, I wouldn't be against that at all. Um, Julio Rodriguez again, you know, I can't complain about, about him. Um, you know, I... a <laughs> Garcia, just I mean, staring, just staring me right in the face, but he 5, had 600, one 600 dude.
0: Well, this is why this is why right here, three home runs, eight RBIs, 68 fantasy points, when you listen, I know I understand, but when you have that upside, you just get priced in a tier that we're uncomfortable paying, and it just <laughs> is what it is, right? Like, it just is what it is. Like, you have 60 point upside, you are now the most expensive player on the slate. Good day, sir. Like, that's just <laughs> what we deal with, you know? Like,
1: I said, good day, sir. <laughs> um,
0: so we're like, yeah, it's a Pretty good spot. Probably can't get there. Um, Probably can't get there. I like. I don't hate Chris Bryant fifty two, and I mention that because we're slowly getting Chris Bryant back to where he was when he was healthy prior to last year. Um, three straight multi hit games. Finally hit a home run in Coors Field. That was that was like when was Chris Bryant ever gonna hit a home run in Coors Field? Who knows? Right. Um, <laughs> So I I don't hate Chris Bryant 52. I'm just kind of struggling with where else to go. Brian Reynolds 5K or is that too pricey? Or Chad Chad
1: Cool. Again, I think you know yeah, that's that's too pricey. It, it really is cuz you know, I mean Reynolds, I mean, you know, you, you got to look at a guy like Reynolds, you know, like what is he going to produce on the year? And he's like he's like a 20 to 25 home run bat. It's there's nothing really that spectacular about it i mean he's a good hitter he gets on base um you know but you know he's not really how much is he really kicking in into the uh into the counting stats you know so i look at it like that and then i'm like all right you know it's it's an okay matchup it's not a great matchup for 5k it's uh it, it's still a little on the pricey side for me i mean especially you know trying to build a lineup that you know a gets de in there b gives you some cores exposure or c if you even want to think about acuna at 6500 i mean you are you are definitely talking about a tier that i am not able to afford
0: well let's go down the list then and let's just start taking a look at cheaper outfielders because i agree um de acuna alone costs you the world and then some right so if that's the pairing you want to go with um what are we looking at? I mean, Eloy is 35. That's obviously an elite price, but the you know, the matchup isn't great. Brent Rooker has been an absolute freak of nature in terms of power. You know, are we – do we dare – are me and you just the Oakland fan club? Stone no, Garrett –
1: Oh, I can't do it. I won't do it. I won't um, do it.
0: I think someone that could be interesting, and I'm looking for him here, uh, 2,600 Alex Call – he led off for Washington on Thursday, homered uh-huh. as well. Has been pretty good against lefties this year, hitting over 300. Another big game, as I mentioned. Um, again, not like a plug and play, but we're talking about needing value to get two very expensive players in. Um, anything else in this value tier, Howard, that like really like speaks to you?
1: Uh, I'm, you know what I'm just I'm looking up a player right now I like the call call nice all right see what I did nice. there um that wasn't bad but wait a second let me see if uh if this is if this is what I'm looking at No, okay so no I'm not looking at anything there <laughs> nope never mind I'm not even gonna mention the player's name
0: don't even worry about it
1: don't even worry I'm about it even, I know it, it was I, I know it. it's
0: I know it's Tucapito Marcano. It's okay. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, there's not a lot a lot to like. Um, yeah, I just don't necessarily see much, and maybe there's something that will pop. Luis Rangifo here, twenty nine hundred multi position eligibility. Um, a story or we. Jalen Duran has been pretty awesome, to be honest, uh, for Boston. But he has a tough matchup against Justin Bieber. Um, And, yes, I said Justin Bieber on
1: purpose. Um, What about – you know what? What about Jose Siri? You were talking about call. Siri's, like, right in that price range also.
0: Yeah, Jose Siri is good, especially if you're playing um, Tampa. And usually Siri hitting ninth, you get the little wraparound stack too if Mm -hmm. you want
1: to
0: play Siri. So I usually use him against lefties, but he got off to a – some mokin hot before the start before the end before injury, the injury so.
1: right so he's yeah. working his way back and I, yep. I think he's got the ability to build that momentum agreed
0: um so we have a couple minutes left um so why don't we build I'll plug moreno in I think we both consensus said that was our that was our punt catcher we're gonna go to Gram I think, right? Um, at least we're going to try to go to Gram. And then what did you want to do, SP2? Did you want to go Max Fried 77? Like, that just feels too cheap. But, like... I thought we were going to go Manoa. Okay. I like Manoa. No, I... Well, I like Manoa. I, don't get me wrong. I, I have no problem getting to Manoa. I just wanted to... I'm just gauging the... Uh, gauging your thoughts here. Um, Christian Walker was our first baseman. Or do we want to go Crone? We wanted to go Crone McMahon.
1: Crone, yeah, we want Crone we McMahon, McMahon at McMahon. second. Longo uh, at third. Longo at third. You, uh, you, you're you're in love with Nick Ahmed, so we're gonna we're gonna plug <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna plug in a three man stack for oh, for boy. Arizona. Oh boy. We're gonna try and get Acuna in there, and now we need oh, like no. like the need- bottom of the barrel. Jose Siri, and Alex Call. Good call. Good call. Ran there out it of is. Time. That's the million-dollar lineup, my friend.
0: Million-dollar lineup for anyone listening over on Spotify, uh, on FantasyAlarm.com, <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher, Jacob DeGrom, Alec Manoa, Gabriel Moreno, CJ Crone, Ryan McMahon, Evan Longoria, Nick Ahmed, Ronald Acuna Jr., Alex Call, Jose Siri, That'll do it for Howard and I here on the Better Baseball MLB DFS podcast. We'll be back at 5 p.m. Eastern with the live stream. John and Pemba and I, Howard will not, but Howard will be on the Sir- uh, SiriusXM show, I think, at the same time as us, right? Uh, so and,
1: and I've got the Value Vault article coming out.
0: And the Value Vault article is all on Howard Bender's shoulders, putting a lot on his back per usual. That'll do it for us. We'll catch you guys later.